0: there we go
1: rob rob i i saw that you climbed the statue of liberty in new york city and i thought that was both very cool because i've never done that myself and i thought oh my god what has he done is he still alive and then i saw your tweet which was i climbed the statue of liberty and now i'm dead
0: yeah that i mean that that was how i felt it's 168 (laughs) steps (laughs) it's Um, pretty big yeah and i and these are not sort of you know this is not normal steps or stairs like you'd have your like this is a very very tight spiral staircase that goes up the middle. Right, right. Um, they don't
1: design statues to be climbed from the inside necessarily. I mean, I, I, I was when I was in Rome, uh, like uh, I guess it was a couple of years ago. I went into the you know the dome at St. Peter's Cathedral, and it's similar because mm-hmm. there's literally a staircase that goes. In between the sh- the inner and outer shell of the dom- dome, and it's incredibly narrow.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah, I think it's very inconsiderate that they didn't design it so that it could, you know, maybe fit a lift in, or, <laughs> right? You know, something like that. Um, and the worst thing was, we'd been to the Empire State Building the I think the day before, and because it was so busy, because uh, I don't know if you've been in there, but the the first lift takes you to the eightieth floor. But then the actual proper like viewing deck that's outside is the eighty sixth okay. floor. So there's another lift inside and the queue was really, really long because it was just so busy oh. that day. And I said, Oh, if you want, you're welcome to use the stairs if you don't if you'd rather not wait. And we went, Yeah, yeah, of course. It's only six flights of stairs.
1: <laughs> were they really long flights?
0: <laughs> One, yeah, they're very long flights. And two, it's not six flights. There's actually about eight or ten floors between those oh. two floors um so we got to the top of the sixth and we're like oh no there's more stairs uh, oh. so so yeah we'd had that one day and then we went to the statue of liberty the next day and yeah we were exhausted well you've
1: done far more things in new york than i have i think i, I have been to the top of the empire state building but boy it was forever ago it was like when i was a kid and i saw it my, my most recent trip in october but i uh i didn't when i was there in october i didn't go up in it i was just taking pictures of it from the street level
0: yeah, I mean it's one of those. I mean this is now the third time I've been up it because uh, I've been up every time I've I've been to New York. I think if I ended up going again, I probably just wouldn't bother doing it, because <laughs> you know I, I mean the biggest change of in the last ten years has obviously been the uh, uh, the One World Trade Center building that's there right. now. Um, but other than that, I mean for the most part it's all kind of the same. You know they're not knocking down the Flatiron Building anytime soon. Right. Um, or you know <laughs> so. It was, you know, it was good because Jess had never been, so you know she wanted to look loads. But I was just sort of like, yeah, it's a nice view, but I don't really need to take any pictures or anything like that. So, yeah, I, I I won't be doing it again if I if I end up going back. Yeah,
1: it's interesting because you know I went to New York for years in my old job, but I never had any fun in New York because all I would ever do is go to some office building in midtown Manhattan and sit in a windowless conference room and then get in a cab and go back to Chicago. So I hardly ever, other than maybe a, a dinner here and there, I really didn't do anything in New York. And October was fantastic because first of all, I stayed in Greenwich Village, which I'd never been to that part of New York City. And mm-hmm. and I saw, you know, the One World Trade Center and I saw the Flatiron Building and, the, and uh, Empire State Building and Washington Square Park and on and on and on. I saw a bunch of areas that especially kind of below Midtown towards downtown that I had really never spent any time in. And it was, it was, it was loads of fun. I mean, New York's a, New York's a fantastic place.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we filled our our week up with way too much stuff. Um, I mean, like, I think it was like the third day we were like, yeah, I'm really glad we're going home in, in like four days because we just packed it with so much stuff and, and it's amazing. And, you know, you're having fun and looking at stuff and doing whatever, but it's the walking and not I don't mind a bit of walking but because everything sort of stop start because of crossings and you know waiting for the lights and stuff like that yeah um you know we were just walking constantly and our hotel was only like 3 blocks away from the, the subway station and even that 3 blocks at the end of a long day was like this is almost way too much yeah
1: well it's so crowded too right i mean i it's funny i remember hearing the guys talking about the New York trip when they went to New York for the Connected uh, live show, you know, and it definitely was not a place that was in, Stephen Hackett's not a fan of New York. Mike loves it, and (laughs) Federico didn't make it, and and I I don't know. I mean, I think I'm kind of with Mike when he he said on that show that he thinks that It'd be a little overwhelming for him because he was a little overwhelmed by Brooklyn, which I've not been to Brooklyn, but it's it's much more chill than than being in midtown
0: Manhattan. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we went to we did all the stuff you expect to do, you know, sort of we went to look at the Rockefeller tree on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, which was a really bad idea. Oh, I bet there was, um,
1: everybody in the whole world was there.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I assume it was literally everybody. Um <laughs> You know, I, I'd i said to Jess, I said, it's going to be really busy. You sure you don't want to go tomorrow? She went, no, no, it'd be nice to go on Christmas Eve. And we got there and basically just walked through the crowds. And then Right. Yeah, like, she, she um,
1: and 10,000 other people had the exact same thought. It would be really nice on Christmas Eve.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't. It was, it was terrible. And I hated it. Um, we we went back a, a few days later to look at it because obviously they don't take it down straight away. Right. Um, and that was a bit nicer because everyone had dispersed by that point. Um But yeah, like after a few days, we were just like, right, we're going to avoid Times Square. We're going to avoid sort of Fifth Avenue. (laughs) We're going to avoid anywhere that it's going to be that busy because it's just so frustrating. And, you know, it's just a lot of people there. There's nothing you can do about it. But, you know, being bumped and trying to get through crowds and it's just too much. Too much for me. Yeah,
1: Times Square, when I was there in October, I only ever made it. We made it like one evening. We made it there briefly. And that was fine with me because that's you know one of the few things when I used to go to New York, I would always be midtown near Times Square, maybe around 55th Street or something. And that was fairly close to Times Square. So if I ever did have a spare few minutes uh, away from my hotel room or conference rooms, I would wander into Times Square, which is nice. And it's cool. And it's a really neat experience if you've never done it before. But uh it is just mass humanity with just so so many people everywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, we went there, you know, to look. We wait wait until it was dark so we could see all the lights and stuff like that. Um did you know, 'cause it it's very impressive at night. Um, you know, seeing all, all the, the advertisements and neon lights and all the all the rest of it. Right. Um But yeah, once we did it once, we were like, that's it, we're not going back.
1: Did that. you make it to Shake Shack? no oh. we you have one near well, you now though, don't you in portsmouth
0: well that's what we were stood right next to a shake shack uh the one in one of the parks i think it's the original yeah, yeah. Shake shack. if you are in
1: washington square park that's where that's where the original shake shack is i saw it i didn't actually go to that one
0: right yeah so we we were actually in we were there um but because we have shake shack here we were like <laughs> well we should just try something yeah, different. yeah no, that makes least. sense so you know we ended up going to a you know, a, a restaurant that was nearby. Um, you know, not a, not a chain or anything, just a, a random restaurant that we found. Because I just thought, there's no point in getting Shake Shack. And there was a couple of days where we were really tired and we were just looking for somewhere to eat. And we kept seeing McDonald's and we were just like, no, we will not go to McDonald's. Because <laughs> McDonald's is like giving up. Yeah, it really That's is. like, I've given up. I'm not trying anymore. I'm just going to get McDonald's. And we managed to avoid it an entire week. So I,
1: I think when I was there, it was interesting because... When I was with other people, it was there was a little bit of giving up going on. I mean, one time we had Shake Shack and we stood; it was standing Shake Shack. I forget exactly where it was, somewhere near the hotel uh, that that Mike and Stephen were, sta- were staying at, and that was fine. I mean, I we have Shake Shack now, like four miles from my house, so uh, yeah, same kind of thing. It's like I'm not in New York to go have something I can get at the local mall, but and and then another night we went to one of these pizza slice places, which that. That is kind of just like you know everywhere in New York, but then again, it's also of a quality that you really can't find in a lot of parts of the rest of America. So I didn't mind oh, you yeah, know going for, sure. for a slice.
0: Yeah, well that that's what we had Christmas Day, mm. um, and that was a like Christmas you know, slice. <laughs> yeah, I've not I've not had pizza on Christmas Day before, <laughs> and I can't um, say that I have either. You know, it was I think it was a place on Fifth Avenue somewhere, um, or you know around that general area, but yeah sat there got a couple of slices and I went I'm still hungry why not it's christmas day so I bought some uh, more and that, um, <laughs> we went off with the rest of our day that's
1: cool when I when I was there I was staying in a place by myself not with near like that close to everybody else who was in town that weekend and I went to a couple of places there there were a couple of restaurants in the village area that I really liked that I hadn't been to in years and I went th- I went to one of them one day and then another day I made it to John's Pizza, which is that's you know of course the famous pizza place that that I think Casey Liss likes to talk about constantly on, on ATP. Yeah, that's the one and, and analog and <laughs> other places. And, but he's right; he's one hundred percent right. It is probably the best pizza I've ever had anywhere. And i I went and had uh, I went and had that all by myself one day, which was I was I wasn't gonna let the day go. I wasn't gonna let it go by. Everybody else was busy, and I sat down and and consumed an entire pizza by myself because that's you know sometimes you just have to man up and have the whole pizza
0: yeah that was it was on our list that was like one of the only places we didn't get to um, it sounds like it was pretty far away because there was kind of a
1: little bit far away from where you were
0: oh yeah but it was you know it was a fair distance away from from where we were and the other thing was there was a really good pizza place you know it didn't look it did not look much from the outside um but it was you know it was near our hotel and the pizza from there was amazing. I was like, well, "This is yeah. great" because it's right by our hotel. So we ended up having that three. Even four times. even
1: middle of the road pizza in New York is better than most pizza you've probably ever had in your life. It's it's pretty easy to find good pizza there, which is fantastic. Um, oh yeah, it's it's not a bad problem to did, have. Did you make it to like the High Line or anything like that? And
0: uh, yeah, we did. We did the entirety of the High Line. Oh, that's a pretty long um, walk.
1: That's like over. That's like a like a mile and a half or maybe two mile. I forget how long it is, but it's pretty pretty far.
0: Yeah, I think it's like ten blocks or something, which I I don't, I don't know what that equates to. But yeah, it was. But we'd planned out the day because we didn't have a lot else planned that day, so we were going to walk the High Line, and then we were going on a cruise from the pier that's sort of um, near the end of the Uh High Line. Um, So yeah, we you know we just near the southern near the near the
1: southern end of the High Line.
0: No, the Uh, northern northern end. end All right.
1: So my hotel when I stayed in New York was right. It was only like three or four blocks away from the southern end of the High Line.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, because I think you posted a picture on Instagram on your stories, um, and I thought, I'm sure that's near where we're getting our cruise from, because you were walking along sort of the, 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 the water there, weren't you? Yeah,
1: I was. I was walking along the water there, and right where you enter the High Line on that southern tip of it, is there's a there's a really good breakfast place that the name of it is escaping me at the moment that Ryan Cristofel who also writes at Max Stories and I went and we, we met so that was good it was it was continuing the tradition of me meeting people who uh, write for Mac Stories before Federico so <laughs> i I'm, I'm I'm like the, uh, the US liaison for Max Stories I meet I meet all the writers before before Tici has a chance to. Hopefully, hopefully Ryan makes it out to WWC this year. But uh, yeah, he's living in New York City now.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that's probably about it from my New York stuff. I mean, we came back on on New Year's Eve, so we were in the plane when it was midnight in New York. Oh, okay. And, oh, my God, the staff would not shut up about it. I was just, just want to watch my movie. Like, stop <laughs> interrupting me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, wow.
1: You, so, New Year's was what? It was Tuesday, right?
0: Uh, so, yeah, did you have so. to go back to work uh, the next
1: day, or did you have, like, another day off to recover?
0: I know. I had the whole week off. I didn't start oh. work until Monday this week. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> that, that's, lo- that's a lot Which,
1: to recover from
0: yeah which is good because uh we thought we were okay the day we got back you know we had a little little bit of a sleep and then went to bed you know normal sort of time and then the next day which you know we thought we were fine went to bed and went oh we need to be up about 10 11 o'clock no problem we woke up at three o'clock in the afternoon oh wow um, and jess had a lunch planned for four o'clock with her friends so she was like oh god i've got to get ready oh no
1: (laughs) oh man that's crazy yeah i just sent my son finn back to dublin and and he was like two days later gonna take some test or something i was like well better you than me i mean geez that's uh it's hard sometimes if especially if you haven't done it a lot to to switch time that many time zones and especially after you've been super busy like you were
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh but you know, it's fine. We had the rest of the week off, so you know, we just sort of chilled out and watched movies and just did, did nothing, which was a nice sort of opposite of what we were like in New oh, York. Oh yeah, so. that's
1: that's really nice. I mean, we had I had a, like a couple of weeks off. While you were gallivanting in New York, I was m- mostly just taking it easy, playing Super Smash Brothers. Um, you know, family was around for nice. the holidays and we weren't doing we weren't doing app stories or the Club Max stories newsletters, which frees up a big chunk of my time. And I was just, I don't know, relaxing and recovering. I, I realized going into Christmas that I was a lot more tired than I suspected. You know, we always finish up, <laughs> we always finish up the lead up to Christmas with th- like our must-have app articles. And that took a lot longer than I expected. I think I did like 20 hours on my must-have Mac apps. It was, I think I had like 40 apps or something. And it was the longest thing I've ever written at Mac Stories. And it, it was a lot of fun, and I think people liked it. But, uh, you know, I finished that on – I finished and published that. I think it was the Thursday before Christmas, or maybe it was the Friday before. I don't even remember now. It's all, all been a blur. But after that, I pretty much just collapsed and spent a lot of time sleeping over the holidays.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, they it's, uh, as you say, like you're doing all that stuff right before Christmas, um, you know. And you seem to be up all hours of the day. It doesn't matter when I text you; you <laughs> seem to be awake. So uh. it's, it's kind of true.
1: People notice that. They're like, I, I get I, any people in Europe know that if you know they text me at I don't know ten in the morning their time, they'll they'll get me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, uh, that's why I don't worry about texting. I just think, wow, he's probably yeah. up anyway.
1: 9 a.m. I'm not so sure, Rob. If you try 9 a.m., you'll probably not find me. But, uh,
0: but, but 10 o'clock fine. and later. If it's 9 a.m., I'm probably not that functional anyway. So. <laughs> oh, man.
1: So, all right. I, I, I promised you a story of, um, I don't know, incompetence maybe that, that happened to me a little bit earlier today. You know, I've, I, had, I had kind of a busy day a lot, lot planned to get done today. And I thought, I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, all right, I'm going to throw in a load of a laundry. Why not? I work from home. I can, I can multitask. So I throw in a load of laundry and I, and, and I go back downstairs. And so the, the laundry is up on the second floor of the house and I'm down in the basement. Well, one of the things that our, our uh, washing machine is notorious for is shaking the whole house. I mean, it, it's probably, oh, there's wow. something there's something that I should probably do to balance the thing better, but when it does kind of the spin cycle at the end to drain all the water, it, it, it shakes quite a bit, uh, but it works, and so I just let it go. Uh, well, turns out, if you have a gallon jug of laundry detergent on the edge of a counter and it's vibrating quite a bit from the shaking laundry machine, that... It might just fall off, and ha- and before you know it, I had a gallon of laundry detergent all over the floor. Fortunately, tile floor—that's a good thing—but a gallon of soap is not easy to clean up. <laughs> and, and so that was my break today. I was like, I, "Well, I guess I'm not writing right now, or getting ready for ruminate, or or app stories recording. I'm going to stop for a moment and clean up a gallon of laundry
0: detergent." I I. Did you, have you managed to clean it up? Well, I mean, kind of. Th- that soap stuff is not easy. It two things. One is
1: there's a film that I seem not to be able to completely remove from the tile. Fortunately, there's there was like a barrier in front of the washing machine, so no, it didn't go under there. I thought I was a little afraid that there was there were places the soap was going to end up that I would never be able to reach. But it was all contained and not too bad. Didn't get on a carpet or anything. So it was. You know, it, it was in an area that I could clean up, but it's so it, you know it's concentrate it's concentrated soap, so it was very hard to get up, and it's that last one percent that I can't seem to qu- quite get up. I even had I had a terrible time getting it off my hands. It was such a film that I washed and washed and washed my hands and they were still slippery <laughs> and i sat i was like all right i'm done i've done enough i've gone as far as i can i'll try maybe i'll mop the floor again later tonight or whatever but i'm done dealing with this for now i got other things i got to do so i come back down and i sit at my desk and i start working and all i can smell is laundry detergent it's like on oh it's my. on my hands you know i was <laughs> barefoot i it's on my feet it it, it turns out it was kind of on my jeans it, it was everywhere so i was like all right now i gotta i gotta do a better job so you know change my clothes <laughs> go back and clean my hands for like the fifth or sixth time and finally the smell of laundry detergent is out of my nose as i work but yeah it's uh i, I don't recommend dumping that
0: quantity of laundry detergent on your floor I'm just going to make a note yeah, of that. Yeah, it's uh, just a <laughs> remember. It's my top
1: tip. I shared it on 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 uh, on Twitter, and of course, immediately got a cryptic response from you that was was clarified for me when I saw Chris Hanna uh, saying that I should use Tide Pods instead of Tides so that I can eat them <laughs> if I get hungry. And then I realized, oh, this is one of those British things. <laughs> <laughs> that you were making the same joke in a more uh, a little bit more obtuse way than chris was
0: yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> anyway so
1: yeah don't don't do it don't don't try this at home kids
0: okay i will uh i'll, I'll bear that in mind although i think it was only about a week ago or know, maybe it was before christmas that i uh we got the like laundry powder and we sort of tipped like half a box of it on the floor. <laughs> um, it, powders maybe a little bit easier cuz at least you can see it. Right. Um you know it's it but uh yeah that that wasn't particularly funny either.
1: No, it wasn't. It's uh I don't know. You know this is why uh the, these are the perils of working from home really, Rob. These are the things that they don't tell you when you strike out on your own and become an independent worker that you have to be careful. You can't just walk away from an active laundry machine and and just assume that you won't have blue soap all over the floor in a, in a half an hour later. Oh, damn! So, all right. So what else? Oh, what well. else is going on? What games are you playing? I told you I was playing Super Smash, and I love it. It's a fantastic game.
0: Yeah. So I finished Spider Man. Um, I guess probably when I got back, so maybe Monday or Tuesday last week. Uh, Yeah, so I finished that, and then I started God of War. Um, I did maybe the first 20 minutes or so. Um, But I think the problem is, and I tend to have this problem when I'm playing games, if I've been playing a massive game like Spider-Man or GTA Horizon, something like that, I can't really just jump into another big game like that. Yeah, Um, I, 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 yeah, I get that. Because, you know, I'm used to the controls, and I'm expecting a certain... You know, I'm expecting the camera to work in a certain way, or weapons, or whatever it is. Um, so I was really struggling with God of War. So I thought, I will just give it a few days. Um, you know, and I'll, I'll I'll come back to it when I'm ready. Uh, as it happens, uh, it was my birthday yesterday, and Jess got me Detroit Become Human. Oh, I'm um, wondering
1: how you, what what you think of that because I've I've no, I've I've thought about playing that.
0: Uh, I haven't started it yet, but from our, what I understand, you know, it's not a you know, it's not a big open world fighting game. Um, you know, it's a bit more slow paced because you're making decisions and, you know, trying to decide what the best way to go with the story is. So it'd be a bit more relaxed. So I think what I'm going to do is jump into that. Okay. And then I can go back to God of War, um, you know, once I've had a break from big open world games. Yeah, I'm kind
1: of curious what you think about God of War, too, because I know. Federico started playing that right before Christmas too, and he really loves it. But he he was he had not he was not coming to it from another big game like you said you were.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's my only problem with it. I mean, from everything I've seen, I mean, I haven't played any of the other God of War games, but you know, I get the general gist yeah. of it. Um, I've never played those games either myself. No, it's it's never been something that's that sort of I've ended up picking up or anything, but this one. You know, I mean, it won a lot of Game of the Year awards, and, you know, it looks incredible. Um, you know, I, I'm sure once I get into it, I'm going to enjoy it. Um, you know, it certainly seems like the same kind of game that I would enjoy. You know, like Horizon, like Red Dead, anything like that. Like, you know, it's a big, nice story-driven um, game. But, uh, yeah, as I say, just jumping from Spider-Man to that just was really, really difficult. Yeah,
1: no, I, I get that. I So, I let's see what did i do over the holidays i played like i said i played super smash we played like five or six hours straight super smash on christmas day which made me feel like that was i i got the right gift for the boys so we we did we played a lot of that and i'm terrible at it but it's still a lot of fun that's that's what i like about games like that it's (laughs) like you can be terrible and still have a lot of fun and and they they killed me every time but i i still enjoyed it uh, and then I play, you know, I've really been playing. I've been really enjoying Let's Go Pikachu. I really, I really like that game. I I pick it up, and I'll play it for two or three days, quite a bit, and then I'll just leave it for a while. But it's really easy to kind of pick up and put down. So it's it's been a lot of fun. I you know I've of ho- course had grand plans to get back to Red Dead or Spider Man and all that kind of thing, but most of what I really wanted to do over the holidays was just, like, do nothing. <laughs> and that's what I ended up doing. That's yeah. really what I ended up doing most of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's go Pikachu. Uh, you got Pikachu, right? Yeah, I did. So, yeah, I, had the, I got the EV version, but obviously it's basically the same right. game. Um, but, yeah, you're totally right. Like, it's just, you know, it, maybe I haven't played many Pokemon games other than the original, you know, Red and Blue and then this one. Um, but I don't care if it's not the best quote-unquote i don't care if it's got all the features it's just so much fun to play it's just so it's nice and relaxing it's not too crazy it's not too complicated like yeah i mean i, I mean me and jess ended up playing you know all the way through and completing it um I, you know it took us a while yeah. but we, we just sort of went straight through to the end and went oh wow we've finished it already well and
1: it's one of those games where you can just kind of play at your own pace too if you want just kind of explore and find all the little hidden things and collect tons of Pokemon and and you don't you can either really get into it and really understand all the details or you can just play it without really thinking about it too which it, that's how I kind of started and then I got a little bit more into it and making sure I was leveling up the right pe- the, you know the right Pokemon and all that stuff it was um, but it's a great game
0: yeah yeah it it was really good i'm I'm sure i'll you know give it six months or a year and i'll i'll probably play through it again what i Um, what i'm
1: looking forward to is tomorrow rob
0: uh, that's exactly what i was just about to mention (laughs) i put (laughs) it i I, I
1: put in my pre-order did you
0: uh no i didn't because i i don't like the 2d marios that much oh rob
1: boy you're gonna get some you're gonna get some (laughs) mail Oh no! Yes, so we should we should mention that what's coming out tomorrow. This is, you know, we're talking Friday, whatever tomorrow is the eleventh. Is all right. Let me see if I can get the name right. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Is that correct? That sounds right. right Every time I say it, I I mean it sounds ridiculous. Yes, every time I, I say it, I either forget the new or the deluxe part. But it's new. It's Super Mario Brothers. It's U, which makes no sense because that's the U from the Wii U, and it's deluxe because it also includes <laughs> the, the Luigi version of the game. Yeah, I think that's why it's deluxe, and or it has it has all it has all the stuff. That's how I like to think about it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's got the Luigi version. It also has some extra characters that weren't there before. I uh, think. that's
1: right because it has like Toadette, I think, and I forget what else. Mm-hmm. There's like I think there's one other character, but anyway, it's it's a 2D Mario platformer that there's a really good Polygon article about it that says, you know, basically comes down to it didn't do so well on the Wii U because they touted it as 3D graphic Super Mario, which it really kind of... Or no, they not 3D, HD graphic Mario. And people expected, like, some kind of 3D mm-hmm. world and all this. And it wasn't that, right? It's still just a 2D platformer, just higher resolution than, say, on your, your SNES or, or whatever. And... uh <laughs> And today, though, on the Switch, it's getting a lot more hype and Polygon gave it a great review because they've seen it already. And, and to me, it looks really good. And I've always liked those 2D Mario games, so I'm I'm looking forward to playing it. I guess I can play it tonight at
0: 11 o'clock. Uh, yeah, you should be able to, I think. Um, I think you get some extra uh, Nintendo Coins or points or whatever, uh, because you pre-ordered it. Yeah. Assuming it's digital, I,
1: I pre-ordered it and I had. I told I told Owen, I said, spend all of our coins to get our discount. Discount, and it didn't even cover all the tax. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but it is what it is. And it's one of those, yeah. It, Nintendo's weird about how they release games because I think the way it works is that whatever the world region is, and there, I don't know what all the regions are. I know that there's a. Obviously, a Europe region, and there's a North America region. I'm not sure how they split up Asia, but it the timing of the release is based on the furthest east point. I think so. In the U.S., it's midnight in New York, for instance. So if you live in California, right. you live in California, you get it at nine. If you live where I do, you get it get at eleven. Uh, but huh. but if you're in Europe, I know that for instance, you'll get it.
0: Uh, let me think about this. Right. So if, it, if it's midnight for me, it's one o'clock in the morning for the rest of Europe or most yeah, of Europe.
1: Oh, I'm, maybe I'm wrong about how it works because I'm pretty sure Federico gets games a, a, an hour before England does.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, because Italy is an hour ahead of us. Yeah. So I'm guessing right, 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 it's midnight, right, yeah, that's exactly right, Central it's, Europe yeah, it's time. because it's Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Yes,
1: that's how it works. Time zones are hard, Rob
0: they're very they're very
1: hard and i always have to suffer through getting texts from him telling me how great a game is hours and hours and hours you know it's like it's like afternoon for me and i'm still whatever working or whatever and he's telling me how good super smash is and that sort of thing
0: (laughs) yeah i don't get to that very often though when i got mario odyssey like six or eight hours early yeah um the day, but I did text Mike a picture immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> didn't didn't you didn't you get it? Like they delivered a, a physical copy to you. super early, right?
0: Uh, no, they delivered it to the game shop where oh, I used to work. Oh, that's what it was. And they just sold me a copy because you know it doesn't really make a lot of difference. No, it doesn't. So
1: and not like you would t- you would like tell people about it or anything.
0: <laughs>
1: no, of course not. Definitely not. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah anyway that's how nintendo works but yes it should be out tonight at 11 p.m central time uh so central u.s time and midnight in london right uh
0: Portland, yeah i think wherever. so yeah so in about yeah in a, in a few hours for me all right um, although by the time people are listening to this it won't be a few no hours, it so. should be out by then anyway, anyway. yes <laughs> Let's not confuse the situation. It's evergreen. <laughs> it could be any time. Oh, it's, it's it's yes. It's it's evergreen hot content. That's it. That's it. Cool. Uh, Should we uh, wrap it up then for oh, this I week? I think
1: so. I think so. This is what we call the triumphant <laughs> return from the
0: USA of Rob Lewis to ruminate. Oh, actually, while we're talking about <laughs> that, the, the, right on the plane. Yeah. You know, you'd expect the plane to say, "And you know, this is a flight from." jfk to london heathrow so, no this is a flight from jfk to 2019 like they said that over and over again. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like can i just leave can i get a different plane because this is ridiculous. you're flying into a
1: new year not into another country <laughs>
0: oh don't i i wasn't in a particularly good mood by the end of this flight i uh, think i yeah they kept saying i that. have
1: experienced something similar i i don't remember when it was but i was on a plane for new year's one time and it was really neat because we were able to see fireworks. We were up in the sky and going over some city and saw fireworks, oh, that's cool. saw fireworks below, but yeah, it was one of the it was similar. they brought around the champagne and they constantly talked about it, and it's like, you know what, it's night, I'm tired, stop talking, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh so yeah, um, enjoy your podcast listening into two thousand and nineteen, I guess <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> Cool. All right. We'll we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. Talk to you later, Rob.